Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Peacocks. I'm your host, William McGurr. Today's show, I would like to talk about Corgasm, Kundalini energy and the potential linking to the Corgasm, and what that means for you if you're one of these people that are out there that experience it, like I do, coming out of the shadows on this one and explaining this to people. Uh, I believe that there's some kind of direct correlation and linkage to Kundalini energy meaning that you have a great advantage over other people to some extent. Though everybody can do a practice of kundalini energy and moving the real spinal fluid up your spine and activating your pineal gland and super energizing your body through that that mechanical pumping of spinal fluid with the abdomen muscle, I believe that the people that go through these corgasms have an exceptionally more powerful benefit than some other people. This may or may not be true. I'm saying this because I experience in this. And I witness people and I've watched people and seen this happen with people. So first I'd like to share with you the first time I experienced this. I was 10 years old living in the West Island in Montreal, in gym class. It was grade three, pretty sure it was grade three. I was nine and a half or ten. And we were finally allowed to climb the ropes and go in all the gymnastic stuff in, in gym class. So being the hyperactive kid that I was, I climbed the rope. And to my surprise, I had to pee real bad. I had to pee real bad. Then this a burst of energy went over me when I was about 20 feet off the ground. I was holding on to that rope for dear fucking life, sliding down a little bit. My hands are starting to burn from, you know, those old uh, fabric twine tied ropes from the gym classes in the 80s. You remember those, right? 80s and 90s, those thicker ropes are about two and a half, three and a half inches thick. Hard as shit to climb up, slippery, almost like they had some kind of like coating on them and you got the big knot at the bottom so if you happen to do slide down, you could just ram it right in between your legs, and it was amazing. It's a joke. It's painful. Right? That was the type of rope. Ceiling was about 35 feet, 40 feet tall. Standard gymnasium. When this experience happened to me, I had no idea what was going on. It felt amazing. It was an orgasm. I didn't ejaculate. I went to the washroom, believing that I needed to pee, and I was confused that I was super erect. Didn't understand what was going on. So then, went back in the gym class, ran around, went on the trampoline, hitting the crash mats and uh, the, the springboard, sorry, and going on the, the crash mats and doing all the other stuff, and I tried to go up the rope again. Same thing happened. Got up about 20 feet and boom, orgasmed. Didn't know that at the time. But it happened. What the fuck's going on? Now, let's fast forward a number of years. This happened uh, to me numerous times when I was at the gym uh, through a process of elimination and just basic curiosities. I found like, okay, well, maybe it's rubbing your genitals on fabric and that's what causes it, right? That's what people said. I can't remember who it was that I I was seeking uh, information from, but I remember somebody saying that, oh, it's just your genitals rubbing on it and you got aroused because you're super horny. I was 10 years old, fuck. I wasn't even going, I haven't, hadn't even gone through puberty. 
didn't know what sex was, didn't know what anything was of a female body, nothing. I remember when that started. I remember when those curiosities started really going in my head in grade five. That's when I really started going into the whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing and feeling that sexual attraction towards women. So this is happening two years before that. So when people were telling me, oh, it's your, your, the friction of your clothing and uh, rubbing on your genitals and you're just hypersensitive and you're, you got aroused and it, you got that feeling. Bullshit. Anybody that tells you that is fucking out to lunch and they're fearful of it. They're a Bible thumper. They're whatever kind of religious belief. They're scared shitless of their own sexuality, of their own sexual energy, of kundalini energy. They're brainwashed. Right, That was instantly, I started to understand that very quickly over the years. And through a process of elimination, I went into the gyms and I started doing abdomen workouts. Right, Not even really thinking about it. Like, oh, maybe if I lift my legs like that, maybe maybe the same effect will happen. Boom, what happens? I'm on the ab crunch machine, orgasm. I'm on a leg raising machine, orgasm. I'm doing other basic uh, stability practices. Uh, where I'm really crunching and locking that root core abdomen muscle, the erectile uh, spinal abdomen muscle that goes down and through the uh, in through the hips and connects onto the parts of the hips and the sacrum, it goes all the way up your spinal column to the to both to your to your heart region. I think it goes all the way up. I could be wrong. I don't know the anatomy perfectly, right? Like uh, taking a rope and uh, a TRX rope, for example, and going back to a 45 degree angle and locking your core and just leaning forward and clenching, I would orgasm. What the fuck's going on? I didn't know what was going on. I was really frustrated and annoyed with it because I would get tired and i kind of stop it, but what the fuck is happening? And i kind of just be like, you know, okay, whatever, and i push it to the side. It wasn't until I started getting into yoga and meditation and the understanding or the rediscovery of kundalini energy and learning about this and really coming to the forefront of what is potentially happening in my system. And then going through the, uh, the learning processes of detoxification and really understanding what is happening through detox, when your cells in your system are congested, when your body is congested, when you have blockages in your system through eating too much oil or fats, Right and lack thereof energy, your cells can't shit. You don't have metabolic process going through its fluent applications. It gets clogged over years and years and years and years. Understanding that your body is a barrel, that everything is clogged into the system, that our uh, excretory channels are blocked, skin issues, uh, overstimulation of adrenal glands, the lack thereof, proper filtration of the lymphatic system through improper breathing, being in cold environments, not sweating, not being physically active over time, I started to come to understand that this might actually be a buildup, right? That even as a child at 10 years old, when this experience happened to me, maybe it's hereditary, maybe it was inherited, maybe it was trauma, suppressed subconscious trauma that had happened that created a blockage in it. And like I considered everything, on this. And it wasn't until I started doing yoga and stretching into my hips, I started feeling the openings of these channels. I get really deep into a, a wide-legged seated forward fold, like a V with your feet out, 
45, 50, 65 degree angle and you're leaning forward and you feel that real tight pulling on the inner parts of your knees going into your groin. Doing deep breathing in that practice, really focusing on the breath. And I would feel, I wouldn't have that sensation or the orgasm experience, but I'd feel the energy itself moving and I'd be getting it aroused. And from what? I'm not doing anything. And like I'm sitting there, I'm looking at my pants and I'm not rubbing myself. My penis isn't dancing around in my pants, rubbing itself on the fabric, trying to make me aroused. So what is going on? What is it that was causing this? And now doing these different practices, giving myself the opportunity to really explore deeper into my body through yin yoga, through basic hatha yoga, uh, primarily through my yoga training over in India when I went to become a yoga teacher or get certified and train myself to be able to teach others. Um, a lot of this started coming up significantly following that food diet that they had, a sattvic diet, no salts, no peppery foods, no uh, oils, um, no meats, uh, pretty much garbage, white bread was all they are serving. But I, I went down the street and I was eating a lot of fruit from the local fruit person. Doing that allowed my system to really declog a lot. And getting into some of the postures for yoga, I started to recognize this energy moving. This is important. It started moving around my body, right? When we were doing the leg raises, I would orgasm. And now, being in a place of high spirituality and everything else, I thought maybe this was starting to be uh, a sign of kundalini energy, like right, I would do the I would do the hyperventilation breathing practice, the analoma voloma, alternate nostril breathing. I would do the 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 in and out of you like <laughs> like the quick one in and out of your nose. I do the deeper breaths in and out of your mouth, super super deep to activate my system. I take a deep inhale and I would hold it and I push the air down to my perineum and feel it hit something and. Boom, I'd be passed out on the floor shaking and I'd be in another room, another world, another dimension or reality, having a vision, being in a place on a beach at a table, having some food, complete fucking different life. And then boom, I'd be back in my body. And the few times that this happened, I had all the instructors around me and everybody sitting there like holding my head and they picked me up. So I fell over forward and smashed my head on the ground. You can say, oh, that's what gave you the visions and all that other shit. That isn't what gave you the visions. I can do this now, leaning up against the wall, do the same thing, and I'll get downloads and visions every single time. I'll feel an energy pulse go through my body like I've never felt before. Now, how does this tie into the corgasm? I started really pondering on this. You know what? I even asked the, uh, what are those guys that dress in orange and shit they, at the uh, yoga ashrams? I can't remember what they are. The one guy we had at our place was a a goof. Um, but there there's some of the other people that were there, right? And I I asked the teachers about it, and they literally laughed at me when I explained to them I do leg raises, and and uh, I'm getting visions when I'm doing that breathing thing, and I have an orgasm when I do leg raises. And the one literally bursted out laughing, and then he contained himself. I'm like, there. Do you have you ever experienced this? Like, like I like I want to know why that energy is coming out of me. Clearly, there's some kind of blockage or constriction, 
of the sacral region, of the perineum region, of my hip flexor region, which I am very tight in. I'm like, so have you ever experienced moving that energy? Has that ever happened to you? No, that's never happened to me. I remember the teacher saying he kind of just, he reserved himself and was trying to not laugh at the, the topic that I brought up. And I said, oh, okay, sure. I'm like, I thought I might be able to get an answer. But during this yoga training, I watched other people. There's one guy and one girl specifically that it was so blatantly obvious what they were going through. They almost couldn't even contain it. During the leg raises on the ground for the basic Hatha practice where you do the leg raises for um, 30 seconds or a couple minutes, you're doing all the way up, all the way down, halfway up, a quarter up, three quarters way up, three quarters down. You don't let your heels touch the ground. You open your legs super wide. You lift your legs up, put them down, lift them up, put them down. Those exercises, I would, I would do them. I would orgasm. I figured I want to see if there's other people that are like me that are doing this. And I want to see and watch them during the 30 days that I was here at this Hatha Yoga place. I found one guy, maybe one minute into the leg raises, he would make a bunch of noise. He would get up and go to the washroom. Like what I was doing when I was 10 years old. Confused. I saw the look in him. I saw the energy pattern in him. Right? Very noticeable. 110%. The dude is from Dutchland. He's a pretty cool guy. Right? And then, further to that, there was a girl that was over beside me on the other side of the room. Maybe five, six people over. Same thing. One or two minutes the next day, or a couple days later, I was looking around watching other people, and I saw this girl doing the leg raises, and her legs start shaking. They kind of open. They go all floppy. Then her legs drop down on the ground, and she made a squeak noise. <laughs> like she actually squeaked and made like a, a release. Like, uh, well, I can't even make the noise, but it, it was very fucking evident to me what was going on. She got up and left and went to the washroom. And when I started to really be in the notion of this and pay attention, many other people in the yoga class were doing it. There was 80, 90 people, I think, in this group, men and female, male and female. And the, not all of them, I would say maybe 10% of the people were going through this experience. Why is that? Now, I thought, okay, maybe they're built the same way I'm built. right? And I'm going to talk to these people and see how they are mindset-wise. And they're pretty cool people. Very open. right? Uh, different with their own characteristics and whatnot. But more importantly, I started watching them during the breathing exercises. Because I myself would make myself faint. They actually stopped me. I wasn't allowed to do the breathing practices at the yoga camp for three weeks. It took me a week to really let myself get into that motion and just say, fuck it, I'm going to push it as hard as I can. Push the air down my perineum and let it explode. This was back in 2014. And then when I did that and I had that one experience, they actually stopped me from all of the advanced breathing practices because they were scared of it. They didn't know what was going on. Or if they did, they didn't want it happening in that class because it was frightening other people. Now, this happened to me. 
And when I started watching other people and I saw the people doing their orgasm and they're, they're actually having orgasms when they're doing their leg raises at the practice, I started watching those individuals specifically for the breathing, breathing sections of the practice. And lo and behold, within a week of mine, the guy, he had his, a couple girls had theirs, and they actually changed some of the breathing practices for most of the people and reduced the intensity. The same people that were having the corgasm were having the same experiences where they are fainting, passing out, and having visions when they were doing the breathing practices. Now, why is this important? I'm on a path of self-discovery. I'm on a path of evolution, right? I seek to push that fucking envelope as far as I can, and sometimes I flick that shit off the table just because I want to see what is capable and what is possible with my body. Everybody is made the same to some extent, but I do believe that a lot of individuals, a lot of old souls that have done this journey many times before have an advantage in terms of possible openings and developments in their system over somebody else that might be a new soul to the human experience. Plain and simple. It's just how the game is played. You keep on going, you keep on learning, keep on going, keep on learning, come back and learn, come back and learn, come back and learn. You never stop learning, right? And I believe that some just have more experience in this reality than others. So it doesn't mean that Anybody would be better or worse than anybody else. It just means for this dimension in reality, you have gifts that other people don't have simply because they just have not been here long enough. Now, you might go to another dimension in reality, another planet, another realm, and you would be in their position and they would be the master or pre-master or potential master uh, in comparison to you, right? It's just how it is. So with this, with witnessing this, and after talking with them and trying to get to know these people and like come to understand it, to like give a better understanding of my own context in my mind to uh, create a story so that I can really work into it, I really started to connect the dots in the clogging and unlocking of this system. Recently, I've been guided extensively to remove all oil out of my diet, oil and fat. More specifically, like this was years ago. This was back in 2014, the yoga retreat and everything. I left and then went around, traveled, and was in Toronto, did a bunch of it, doing breathing exercises. And um, it, I, I should add, before I get into uh, the second part of this, the I, could, I can sit right now and upright in a meditation with my legs crossed. I can sit and breathe deeply into my stomach and make myself orgasm. Is that, is that normal? Is that weird? Is that fucking cool? I don't know. I continuously try to pull that energy out of my body. And I can do it over and over and over and over and over again. Sometimes I can just have thoughts of women or being sexual with a partner, with a woman partner, and it will happen. Other times I think of just darkness the black, the void, where everything comes from, of the aspects that everybody fear or where their hidden truths are and 
everything else, and it will happen. I could think of nothingness, and it will happen. So what is actually happening? What compression and mechanism is going on in my system when I'm deep belly breathing? A direct pressure activation from the diaphragmic abdomen muscles going down into the lower abdomen where when in deep meditation you can literally feel it pulling on your coxial gland, the base of your spine, going into your perineum. You can every single breath in, you feel it and you can feel that little ball in between your anus and your genitals or your penis or vagina if you're male or female. You feel that little nudge there, inflate and put pressure on it. And then when you exhale, you see it deflate. You can feel it deflate. And then it goes up into your spine a bit. Right? I used to sit at a tree in Toronto when I was living there and do this day after day. I'd walk over, meditate 30, 40 minutes, breathe, orgasm, and leave. And I started getting crazy visions. Crazy being amazing. Angels and beings and light beings and frequencies and colors and messages and everything under that spectrum. Started getting very intense. At the time, I was going through a pretty immense breakup as well. Or a transition from away from a toxic relationship that I created. That I magnetically drawn towards myself. Simply because... I was in that state and it's what I needed to heal and grow over and I'm grateful for the experience. But I was doing that pretty religiously all the time. And then I stopped. And then I started looking into more of the regenerative detoxification cycles of the body. Kind of forgot about it for a couple of years until recently. But I came to understand the regenerative processes of the body uh, the most important aspect of the system is the kidneys to make sure that your kidneys are filtering <clears throat> to get rid of all the mucus and oils and clogging of your lymphatic channels. The sewage system of your body. Every single cell in your body has a lymphatic drainage channel. Every cell goes to your lymph nodes, brings the pH up, and then you either sweat it out or you pee it out or by some other kind of mechanism gets drained into your cecum. Uh, into parts of the colon and it's excreted out of your system right that that's the process of elimination from your cells you got blood lymph and nerve those are the three primary channels your blood feeds it your nerves is the electrical system of the grid and the lymph drains it go into your house toilet clog your toilet tell me how quickly and important it is that your toilet needs to be unclogged for it to work properly Otherwise, you're going to have turds floating over your toilet bowl, going into your washroom, onto the floor, draining everywhere. Same thing can happen to your cells. The cells in your body, the cells that require oxygen and simple sugars, sugar in general, to create ATP energy. Oxygen, nitrogen, sugar, glucose, fructose, ATP conversion, right? Clogs your cells up. Now, through this... Through my learning and going through and helping uh, patients and really going through my own fasting protocols and seeing what happens with my system so I can speak from experience from firsthand, knowing what has happened with my body, so I can speak my truth, I came to really understand oil. 
oils. Avoid eating a lot of oil. I thought MCT oil would be okay. That's ah, okay. Olive oil, great, really high quality olive oil from Italy. Yeah, it'll be okay. It's okay. But the whole notion of oils from our adolescence, like you need the good fats. You can eat fat. Fat doesn't put on fat from my bodybuilding era, right? It's okay. You can have a lot of fats in your diet. Fat won't put on fat on your body. <clears throat> Actually, when you eat a lot of fat, it burns off the excess fat that you have because your body knows that you're getting it, so it releases it. <laughs> Fuck, can that not be more fucking far from the truth? Maybe there is some truth to it, but it didn't work for me. And recently, a couple months ago, I was guided through visions, messages, and dreams prolifically since March until May to stop eating oil and fats. Super important. So I did. I got the message clearly in about May, mid-May, end of May of 2022, this year, and I stopped eating oil and fats. What I've noticed is that I've lost an exceptional amount of fat in my love handles that I've never been able to lose since I was a teenager. Even with all the, the workout, the pre-workouts, the fat burners, the dieting, the workout dieting for male fitness modeling and everything else I was involved in, I've dropped that fat in two months. Why? I've stopped eating all oil and fat foods, avocados, coconut meat, coconut milk, olive oil, canola oils, vegetable oils. Everything oil, fat-related, I've stopped eating. So, now, bringing this back into the corgasm, one of the dreams and one of the, uh, a lot of the messages that I got very prolifically was the notion that if I stop eating oil, stop consuming oil, and sex will be better. Now, this is an interpretation, right? And like most messages, anybody that's in the, the metaphysical, spiritual, channeling, psychic field, you'll understand uh, where I'm coming from when I explain this. Nothing is literal in that sense. The literal aspect is the, uh, the recognition of the brain trying to make it into the conscious states. And this is how it is, right? This is how this is. This is how it is. And there's no different. Like, this means this. This means that. In the spiritual realm, it's always symbolic. So I took this as a, a sign for kundalini energy. Potential sexual energy that rises. And you know what? Maybe sex would be better. Right? Maybe it would be better if you're not eating a lot of oil and you're getting that excess oil and fat out of your system. Right, and it's removed. You've declogged, and all of a sudden, things can flow a little bit better in your body. Now, I've noticed that when I've been at the gym in the last couple months, I'm doing an exceptional higher amount of reps, minimum 144 to 280 reps, whatever I'm doing: bench presses, uh, back pull-ups, squats, whatever it is, and I'm not getting tired. And I can feel my head pulsing and I almost get hyperactive and surreal in my perception of the reality or the space that I'm in. Almost like I'm having DMT releases. Now this goes into salt consumption as well. But there is a, a fluidity and movement of bodily fluids that is happening 
in my pelvic region that I can sense. It isn't dramatic. It isn't super, super noticeable. But there is a slight movement and an energy shift that I've never felt before. And that's from removing all fats and oils out of my diet. I, I am not overly flexible as an as a avatar, right? I can get into it and I become flexible. But this was the first time that I really noticed in movement of this energy. Now, in regards to the orgasm, I started thinking in the last little while. Maybe if I sit on the ab crunch machine and I do the lower abdomens, maybe that energy is moving now. Maybe something else will happen when I do these ab crunches. And lo and behold, yeah, I orgasm. But then I sit there and I'm not drained. I'm almost more energized than I was before. What the fuck's going on? Normally, if you most people, especially men, when they orgasm, they're completely drained out of energy afterwards. They completely don't want to do anything. They just kind of they're like, oh, I'm super relaxed. And then they release all of that energy and then they calm down and everything else. For the first time, I was like, whoa, I need, I need to keep on going. I keep on going, orgasm again. And I'm sitting there and I'm feeling a fatigueness in one aspect of my body. But then the second I stand up, I'm weightless. My arms are weightless. My legs are moving like I'm, I don't even feel them moving. Everything is super light, energized, happy, joyful, cheerful, ready to run out and do a million different things. Never had this happen before. Now, I haven't got to the level that I believe that I should have been at. And I'm coming to understand that I'm at the level that I'm at, and that's perfectly normal, whatever level that is. And it's just a preconceived idea by the conscious mind to try to set up obstacles to uh, meet and get frustrated when I don't meet them, only to set myself down and get into depressional states. I work with this a lot to remove those belief systems, needing to achieve something, being happy with what had just transpired and witnessing what has processed and what has changed from the corgasm five years ago to my corgasm now is pretty significant. The fact that I do these exercises and it, yeah, I still have the corgasm. I would still like to pump that energy up my spine and go supernova in my brain and in my awareness and tap into different superhuman abilities, which I'm getting to. But to see a change in my physical avatar and in my energy field to the point where I am boosted with energy, I'm not drained out and I feel blissed out and surreal and chill and calm and relaxed and happy and joyful and excited for just driving home from the gym. What the fuck is going on? Any of you out there that have experienced this, please email me. Message me on Instagram, William underscore McGurr, or hit me up on TikTok, two peacocks with an S, T-W-O-P-E-A-C-O-C-K-S. Share with me any insights or revelations that you may have had if you've been exploring this. I know undoubtedly 110% that this is linked to kundalini energy. And the key for me, for most people, 
will be to remove oil and fats out of their diet. All of it. I don't eat protein either. I should highlight that. I don't eat nuts. I don't eat beans. I don't eat meat. I don't eat protein isolates. No, you don't need protein to survive. That's a myth. Protein overloads your kidneys, slows down your lymphatic system, clogs up with more oil, more fat, more garbage. I do not consume protein. So I just want to highlight this. If any of you are going to try this, the removal of oil and fats, you should remove a lot of the protein that you're eating as well. If you are going to remove oil and fats, you're not going to be eating any meats because most of the meats have fats and oils in them. Almost everything, except for eggs. You can argue and debate about eggs, but it's just disgusting. It's a chicken ovary, a chicken period. Like People eat that, like about the grossest thing you could consume. Anyways, I want to know what you, all of you, go through if you've been practicing or working with this. I'm seeing transitions in my body. Now, this came at a very important time. This is a buildup for the uh, the moon resetting, the rising of the sun with Sirius on June, July, sorry, 25th, uh, the re- resetting of the 13-moon cycle that happens every year in and around the same time. Uh, it aligned with a 260-day Mayan calendar count for a spiritual birthday uh, counting system that I follow. And there's a buildup to this energy, uh, a utilization and a climax of this energy frequency that was available. Uh, I'm going to get into this on different uh, podcasts, but there is an important alignment that is possible for individuals to utilize that energy specifically, removing the fats and oils, reducing your protein, breathing, your core gasm in general, that energy that you could utilize on that day to start doing superhuman feats. And once you do it once, it's an unlocking. It's like all the gears have lined up and you push them together, they slide in, and then it's in, and then it's started. You don't need to wait for specific dates. You don't need to wait for uh, different alignments of astrology and energy grids and everything else. Once that's pushed in, it's in. I miss this opportunity. I know my opportunity was in July And now speaking about it and thinking about it and pondering on it, I know I missed it. I know I'll have another one, but it was an important one that was supposed to happen in July. That was my destined moment for it. And now I can do nothing more than share this experience with all of you in hopes that some of you that find this interesting and that are following this path recognize the signs and step forward into it with confidence and seize that moment to move yourself into that dimension and reality, to shift into that timeline where magic, metaphysical abilities, psychic, telepathic, telekinesis, teleportation abilities are all possible. It's a matter of training your system and unlocking it within your body. It is all possible. So I think I'll leave that there. There isn't too much more for me to say about this. Um, I could go on in story after story. Maybe I'll share one story about like yin yoga. I could, uh, sitting and breathing, I can uh, cause an orgasm to occur in my system. Uh, Super deep yin postures, uh, doing deep breathing, cause orgasms to happen, right? Different exercises cause orgasms to happen. I can do a headstand against the wall, with my legs in an open V 
And after about four or five minutes, I can have a corgasm. There's some kind of twitching or releasing or mechanism that's happening that's releasing that energy uh, that is not being transferred properly. So, if any of this sounds appealing or intriguing to you in any fashion whatsoever, uh, or you wish to try to experience this to understand what it is that I'm talking about, so that you may start to walk that path and go down a journey of more self-discovery in this field for utilizing kundalini energy, then message me. My DMs are open. I answer everybody's email eventually. I hope all of you found this somewhat exciting and knowledgeable, uh, or interesting, I should say. I find this interesting. The fact that this is demonized and I was laughed at by teachers that were yogic masters teaching at a Shivananda Yoga Hatha yoga teacher training program and stuff like that. Like it, It's pretty prevalent, the old age system, the patriarchal system that is in place that is uh, hidden a lot of this energy and all of this new tantric movements of conserving your your sperm or your uh, your fluids that ejaculate for men and women, conserving that and not letting it release, boggling it up inside of your body. I can tell you this is not healthy. I've been doing this lots. I'm not fucking aging. I'm not getting super old, super quick. I see some of these tantric yogic teachers and other people that are doing these practices, they got more white hairs, they look so stressed out, and they're sick and tired and shit all the fucking time. They might be very chilled because of the chanting and some other practices, but if you get around some of these people that are projecting this belief system of retaining that energy inside of your system... And that is the end-all and be-all. That is definitely wrong. Yes, it may drain your energy. But yes, you have blockages in your body. And sometimes draining that energy is what is needed so that your body can start functioning back at its proper level. Keep on pumping stuff into your body and you eventually get clogged. Your body's creating sperm. Your body's creating fluids, uh, orgasmic fluids, whatever it is in females. They don't even really know what it's called in females, right? Your body keeps on creating it. And if you release that by doing these exercises, you have a blockage there. And that shouldn't be looked upon as a... uh, Uh, as a loss of energy you've literally cleared the channels and kept yourself open to fertility to vitality to youthfulness to that energy that comes from that your body will always create more as long as you're eating the right foods electrical organic fresh non-cooked foods low salt no fat no oil no proteins or minimal, minimal, minimal protein. You get protein in rice. You get protein in greens. You get protein in other foods. You don't need to eat dense protein foods. This is what I'm saying. Beans. Chickpeas. Garbanzo beans. 
uh, red beans, lentils, kidney beans, right? Like all of those. Animal protein, milk protein. You don't need it. You got protein in fruits. You got protein in uh, vegetables. You got protein in some grains, in most grains, wild rices, brown rices, right? Buy it from Italy. It's probably one of the best places you can get your rice from in the world. Wild rice from Canada, uh, from Russia, right? So anyways, I'll leave it at that. Any of you that have any questions, please reach out to me. Uh, Corgasms, there's nothing to be uh, ashamed of with this. There's nothing to hide on this. Be Allowing yourself to be vulnerable and ask for help and start to really dive deeper into this and really question why it is that it's happening to you and what potential benefits you have, I believe at least, that we have over others who are not experiencing that. That's in a powerful energy that's building up in your body. And if you do an advanced breathing practice and you're popping and you're instantly going out of your body, you have an advantage over a lot of other people on this planet. And there is millions of you out there. Not just a couple people here and there. Millions and millions and millions of people. Star seeds. Generation X, Generation Y, Generation Z. You all have it. It's up to you to choose whether or not you're going to go down this path and enlighten yourself or evolve and train your body and utilize the energies and potential possibilities that you have. Miracles are possible. Anything is possible. Until the next time, my friends, stay young and vital, work out, enjoy life, and stay off the oil and fats to the best of your ability. Take care.